um, you know, being creative. Yeah, because four years ago, I never would have never thought this is where I would be crea- right. creative wise. So yeah. here we are. So mm-hmm. kind of Thank you. you. Thank you. So we're going to do a little icebreaker. So what is something that you have done so far that you're extremely proud of? That you are extremely proud of? Just in life in general? Yeah. What is something that you have done? Um, so I feel like people would want me to say, oh, it's my um my master's degree, which is great. Love it. I accomplished that. Yeah. But I honestly think it is the creativity part because I feel like it for a long time I was always so sheltered in myself. And I feel like the podcast has definitely boom. Like for people when I always say, Yeah, I'm not confident, or like mm-hmm. I'm an introvert or I'm shy. I definitely was more of that. But it's like through the podcast and just through me becoming more confident in myself, I'm definitely a lot more open and charismatic. My personality has grown. And I think through the poetry, it allows people to see this podcast and the poetry allows people to see a deeper side of me um, and a creative side of me. And it's like, oh, she's just not for me being a nurse, being a nurse practitioner. That's not enough. Mm -hmm. And I've always said like. Is it my passion? I don't know. But is it part of my purpose? Yes. Mm-hmm. But this, the podcast, the poetry, that's like my passion. Mm-hmm. So I think being able to tap into that fully. And then, like you said, just the fact that there, I have three bookings for the summer from mm-hmm. people I don't really know. Like, or I've come, mm-hmm. if I've met them, it's been through either the podcast or my poetry and they see something in me like, oh yeah, I want her. Yeah. I want her. Like, that's just so weird to me and so exciting. Like, oh my goodness, I don't know you. But when you put yourself out there yeah. and others see it, exactly. they're like, okay, I want that girl. Exactly. And be like, this is you have at least five bookings. Yeah. By December, you can already be booked for 10 bookings. I know. So it's just a boom, boom, boom. And it's like, y'all, I'm not going to say it out, but I, Ellie knows this and my close friends um, know this, that one of my goals this year <clears throat> was to be booked. Like, mm-hmm. I'm paying you this amount to do this. Mm-hmm. And the amount that I said was the amount that I got. Right. So I think that also, like, not saying you want validation from others, but I think also as humans, we do need to understand that, like, when you see your talent, it's great. But when other people who are not so close to you, who don't necessarily like owe you, oh, you're my best friend, you're a good girl. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? When someone who doesn't necessarily owe you that sees that and is willing to pay for that mm-hmm. or book you for that or just give you exposure, it's like, okay. They see the talent. I'm doing it. Yeah. Like, all right. So that's, I'm proud of that. Okay, mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, for me, something that I've done so far that I'm extremely proud of um is that i'm really proud that i took the step and i moved period because um, if you if you didn't say that i was going to interrupt <laughs> you and say that <laughs> know, i moved to dallas texas um um let's see september september of 2022 um so we're recording in july so around this time exactly this day the day before i came here in 2022 and I saw an apartment, fell in love with it, and I was like, I'm moving. Made the decision right there. A little on and off, like, am mm-hmm. I really doing this? Came back to Boston, finally made my decision that I was going to move. And it has been the best mm-hmm. decision of my life. I think God really guided me to mm-hmm. make that decision. And I really felt like it was the next step in my life. I always felt that I was not going to be in Boston um, for a long time. I still feel like I'm not, this is not my last like place mm-hmm. to be i feel like we might when i'm saying we i'm thinking of me and my 
well, fiance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm thinking that our next um, step, our next home is going to be somewhere else. But as of right now, um, look, being in Dallas has mm-hmm. like brought me so much opportunities. Um, this year, I was able to purchase my first home. That's the first so time you was, said that on the podcast. Yeah, she's a homeowner and a fiance. Oh, no, the <laughs> okay. <laughs> just a great achievement that achievement wasn't only one thing i've been saying and i'm i want to do is that i want to remove my achievements from like my parents and Mm -hmm. like my friends like i want to have my own Mm -hmm. achievements and having a home for those who don't know like tati knows this Mm -hmm. i have expressed how much i want to have rental properties and also have my first home. So originally I wanted to move here to start looking into rental properties that I was going to have for myself. But when I got here and I saw the opportunity to actually purchase a home for myself and you know, my generation just, this is the home that I'm going to build a family. Mm And I was just like, wow, I'm going to take the opportunity and just buy my first home. And it's been great. I love it. It's a big step, you know, it's expensive, (laughs) but I've learned so much along the way and it's, it's just, it's a great opportunity. And I, I, I'm just grateful that God has put me in this place and has given me the opportunity to do this. So that's like my greatest achievement. I like sit in this house. You know, the thing when they say like, when you only have money for the down payment, I only have the money for the down payment. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's nothing in the house. (laughs) But we thank God though. We We thank thank God. God. So that's one of my achievements. And I'm so proud. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Number two, what is one thing you learned so far that you would share with your 24-year-old self? Hmm. I would say that people see you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like I said before, I was just a little bit more mm-hmm, like afraid to be fully myself, always thinking like I'm too much. And I may be too much for some people, but like I'm too much or like, I'm going to be too loud. I'm going to be too this. I'm going to be too that. And it's just like, oh no, so it's just relax mm-hmm. and just be you and just like be yourself. And I want to say like one of the reasons I feel like that is just because I don't know. I honestly, so I went to all girls high school, loved it, loved that experience. But I also think that stifled me so much with knowing how to talk to guys, not even just like relation, like friend wise, like, and then, like I said, when I was in college, I was in a long term relationship. So it was like, guys, what, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it wasn't until I feel like after college getting into this, I became more of myself. And it's like, yo, guys, fuck with me. Like, I have a personality that I feel like I can really like, not just guys, but anyone in general. But like, my personality is like bright and it yeah. attracts people. And I feel like people see that. And that's something I always felt like I was always unseen because I was never truly myself. So you, even if you did see me, you didn't see the real me. And now yeah. it's just like I'm authentically living in myself. Yes. And now because of that, it's like when people see me, it's like, oh, you've really seen me because this yeah. is actually who I am. Like, I'm not so quiet. I'm loud. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> in college, you weren't even like that. No. You were more like, obviously, when our friends came around. Yeah. it was a little more like reserved. <coughs> yeah. Which is like the opposite. Like, people, like, when you see us together, you'll see, like, you'll see more of me. Yeah. Back, Tati, a little more loud. But it was never like that. But it's never like that. <laughs> I still have the loud side to me. If you, if you really 
know me, you know that I can be loud yeah. and obnoxious. But then I'm like a little like, mm-hmm. like and now that. I'm just like, hey, like you know. So. so I like to say this is my creative. Honestly, it wasn't until junior year when we became I roommates. This. I was outside because Ellie was. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Halloween, we just Halloween. laid down. You remember the Halloween? It's like, are you going out? Because yes. Joey texted me was like, well, I guess we're going out. <laughs> Always, we always wanted to be outside. I know. Before outside was created. And the queen, yeah, here we are. Mm. We're inside. Inside. We're on the, you're on the, you're kind of on the sidewalk. Yeah, I'm on the sidewalk. You but know, you can kind of still be like. Yeah, in the I, I'm, I'm in the streets, like selectively yeah. in the streets, and by yeah. in the streets, quasi selectively. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is one thing so far that I learned that I would want to share with my 20 year, 24 year old self? Um, I would just let her know. You know, don't care what other people think about you, especially in the Haitian community. Mm. We worry so much about society, 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 you know? Mm -hmm. And just like, I had such a huge community. I had church community. Not only do they have church community, there's just like other people that are just like, you know, looking from the side and you don't want to disappoint your parents. You don't want to disappoint people that know you and really support you. But at the end of the day, you got to do what's best for you mm-hmm. because if you don't do that you don't allow yourself to grow yep. to really learn about yourself yep. so allowing myself to really step out of you know what does so and so think of yeah me? and really be me has really allowed me to really like okay this is who i am mm-hmm. okay this is what i'm not comfortable mm-hmm. um, with and this is not who i am mm-hmm. or i actually don't like dressing like this I actually, yeah i'm not dressing like this because I'm not dressing modest because I'm actually, mm-hmm. um, like, because of my religion. I actually don't like dressing like this, yeah. you know? I don't talk like this, not because of my religion, yeah. but because I don't feel, you know? You like got to know your own boundaries. But yeah, I got to yeah. know my own boundaries, and I'm I'm really happy about that. So just, like, I would tell my 24-year-old self and the Ellie before 24, mm-hmm. it's just like, do you, boo. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's just going to be you, and you're going to make yourself happy. Yep. So what is it that would make you feel like you achieved a successful life? When you look, you're in the future and you look back Mm -hmm. and you're like, you sit down, you get home, you pour yourself a nice glass Mm -hmm. of wine. What is it that would make you feel like, wow, Tati, you have outdone yourself? I don't have to clock into a job. Mm. And when I say clock in, because even though salary, technically you don't clock, I don't have none of, I'm not working for anyone else unless it's my choice. Because with my profession, I do got to at least do something to keep up. You know what I mean? I don't want to lose my skills, but it's my choice and it's not mandatory. Mm -hmm. Like my future self is like, I got my husband, I got my kids, I got my nanny, I got my mom, (laughs) (laughs) right? I got my family. But it's like, okay, okay. I have a meeting tomorrow at 10 a.m. to discuss Good Lexus. Yeah. I almost said Girlfriend's Guy podcast. <laughs> so with transitioning, Good Lexus or Tati's testimony. It's like I don't necessarily want to be famous. I like know. I don't want Kim Kardashian. Fam- I don't want none of that. But I do want a level of recognition mm-hmm. that can provide opportunity for me to do what I genuinely want to do and have an impact on people. Because I do feel like the things that we talk about has an audience. Um, but like we were talking about this offline yesterday that. Unfortunately, we don't have the clickbait type things all the time. You know what I mean? And it's just like, because of that, sometimes you get discouraged. It's like, is this worth it? Who's listening? But I do feel like we do have a message for a lot. I feel like more people are like us than these other podcasters that are sex, sex, no offense, because I listen to them too. And not saying you can't be multifaceted, but I do think there's a, 
we made this for girls like us. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot more girls like us who can't talk about this or wasn't talking about this. And we're opening the lane for that and making yeah. them feel comfortable. So in order to get to a status where we're able to reach a lot more, that's what that's when I would be like, ooh, girl, you did it. Mm-hmm. I told you, getting invited to Essence. I'm going to keep saying it because <laughs> it's going to happen. Yes. If we were to get invited to Essence to just be on a panel, something, I do think public speaking is something I could get into as yeah. well. Um, so maybe that's my goal for next year to get more into that. So that's where I feel like I'd made it, make nice. it. That's mm-hmm. great. I definitely can see it. Yeah. Um, uh, for me it would be, I would want independence, like financial independence. Mm-hmm. Um, because with financial independence, I feel like there's so much more I can do. Yeah. Financial independence does not go together with my nine to five. So like, <laughs> it would be more like me handling what I have to do to take care of my family, mm-hmm. whether it's like creating my own business, the podcast, mm-hmm. you know, just like I have the independence and not have to worry about where my next income is going to come yeah. from, but I have that control, mm-hmm. you know? And with having financial independence, it's just like I have so much streams of income. Mm-hmm. Not only I can take care of the <coughs> love, like my family, but I can have service to others mm-hmm. too, like, one thing I love to do is I love to help people. Like if you are like, if you need help with like mm-hmm. anyone in finance, I'm, I'll be willing to like lend you money. But like sometimes when I see people having a hard time, I'm like, wow, I would love, not everybody, but I would love <laughs> to be like, here's like, yeah. here's like 2K, mm-hmm. do what you got to do. Or like I saw this girl who bought her friend a house, but she bought the friend to the house. And was just like, oh, she has properties. Yeah. And she's like, oh, here's like, um, it's one of my properties, blah, blah, blah. And then she was showing the friend. And then the friend's like, wow, this property is so nice, blah, blah, blah. And then she handed the key to her friend and she's like, this is for you. And her friend was like bawling her eyes out. So it's just like having the opportunity wow. to just really like mm-hmm. do things like fly out your girls, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like take care of the bills. Yeah. Um, Like take the whole family, take your whole friends on mm-hmm. a trip. Like mm-hmm. those are the things with like, I see with financial independence and, you know, being able to um, create generational wealth for my kids, like Mm -hmm. having my grandchildren not have to worry about um, college and Mm -hmm. setting them up and, you know, being more, um, I also see myself in like the success would be like having more knowledge, Mm -hmm. you know, having the knowledge of a white man out there, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm because they're Mm -hmm. they're so smart with their money and the way they like run their business. I want to have that knowledge and be in a room with them where I can just like mm-hmm. soak that up, soak that and up, and bring it to your own people. Bring, bring it to my own people mm-hmm. because I feel like our community needs to grow so much, and I feel like as long as we can have those financial independence, mm-hmm. we can put ourselves in these rooms with other people. I just see myself as a businesswoman. That's all. <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna get there, but like, I just see. I, I mean, this is a business. It is. It exactly. is. But I, when I do see myself in it, I see, like, professional. Like, but I've always said that. And I said it on this episode. When I see Ellie, I see Ellie in a nice power suit. Walking I in. Do. Doing a presentation. Like, yes. that is, that's not me. That is her. <laughs> like, if we have, we've had opportunities in the past or PowerPoints, and that's Ellie. That's, that's, I mean, I can do it. Because me and Ellie have worked on projects in college. Yeah. Us together, we can do it. But yeah. this is her that's her domain yeah and Mm -hmm. i I just i see it so i i think my prayer and is seeking god to just really open my eyes i see Mm -hmm. the podcast Mm -hmm. but i see something way beyond Mm -hmm. it and i just can't put my finger on it Mm -hmm. so my prayer to god is just like 
help me figure out what is it that mm-hmm. you want to place me? What room do you want, want me to, to be, be in? And I know sometimes, because I used to, I pray for that too, but then sometimes I'm just kind of like, it may not be our time to see it. Exactly. So I always pray, make like, I pray that I'm in the right direction. So yes. keep me in, whether I see it or not, and I don't know what it is, but at least I'm in that direction. Every now and gem, then yeah. drop some gems to, you know, reassure me that I am exactly. on that path. And this, the podcast makes me feel like Same. I'm on the right path. Because like, <coughs> now, we've done public speaking. We've, mm-hmm. like, freshman year, we like, yeah. each other, like boom, partners. Yeah, bam, bam, exactly. Bam. When we're on a team together, bam, our English debate. <laughs> you can win it. Bye. You've been winning. Mm. Remember the whole tattoo? Yeah, over? the workplace. We nope. got this colorism. Period. We, got, we this. got this. Yep. So I'm just, yeah, I'm hoping that, you know, I achieve that goal mm-hmm. that I see for myself. And that's just like where I would see myself. You will. Yeah. You will. So what is the biggest thing you learned this past years? Mm. What is the biggest thing I've learned? Hmm. I think I've oh, this is this is a lot because we're going back four years. Yeah, over the past four years. <clears throat> I think the past two years, year and a half to two years, where I, is where I've really grown as a person. I think twenty seven and twenty eight really have like a, seems like a blur. That's it. Oh no, not that much for me because I just turned twenty eight in April. Right. So twenty seven was like yesterday for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like the past year to two years is where I've really grown. Like myself, creative, creative, this on me? Creatively? Yeah, that's the word, creatively. <laughs> but I think also my relationship with God has grown. What is the question? So I'm going to go on a tangent. Repeat it. What is the biggest thing you learned this Okay, semester? yes. I've learned that God does not take his hand off me even if I take my hand off him. Mm. Because he has helped me so, so much throughout these past, throughout my whole life. Specifically these past four years. And it's like, I feel like now I'm really understanding what it is to be a child of God Mm -hmm. and what it is to be loved so hard Mm -hmm. that it's like, he's still blessing you no matter what. Mm -hmm. And um, like I said, I grew up where it's like, this is where like the Haitian stereotype didn't really fall on me. My mom believes in God, like, but asked me the last time. She recently started going to church here and there because my family from Haiti came. She said, okay, let's go. I'll bring you. But like really years upon years upon years. And I fall into that from time to time, honestly. But when I say this woman's going to pray, this woman's going to pray. This woman's going to put her YouTube on, listen to the prayers. The She's going to do that. And I think she taught me, it's just like, you don't have to be in a building, mm-hmm. even though I do get something from that, but you don't have to. And it's kind of like, my, she's kind of like the black sheep in the family. In that sense, she had me out of wedlock, blah, blah, blah. Love my mom for that, though. And because she never put that pressure on me. She would send me to church with my cousins and aunts, but it was never every Sunday. Um, And because of that, she taught me that God is going to love you no matter if you are in church every single Sunday. And she taught me, baby hypocrites lie in the church as well. Like, you don't, you're not a bad person because you don't go. Because you're not going to sit here and tell me that God doesn't love my mom and God doesn't love me and vice versa. So I think I've learned how to be his child and also accept that every relationship looks different. Mm. Um, I think I used to be ashamed that, okay, yeah, I didn't know the Bible or like I don't know certain verses or I don't go to church every Sunday, like a little shameful of that. But it's like, no, because I may not, but I'm trying and I'm learning. But the relationship I have with God, y'all can't touch it. Like you can't. And so I think I've just learned to, to just trust in him understand him and understand that he has he's never going to let me down and he has never let me down 
And it also shows that someone can start a relationship with God. Any point in their life. Any point in their life. There's any. no, there's no, there's no yeah. time. Like, you know, like God is always open to mm-hmm. start a relationship with someone at the age of 85. Yes. And I also think to. it's like, I think God is needed throughout your entire life, but not everyone has that opportunity. Things happen where you get mad. People get angry at God. Yeah. And that is okay to say. And I think just understanding, like, if you're forced into it, yes, it can lead to a genuine path. But if you're forced into it, it's not, it's most likely it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to be ready to receive that call from him. Yeah. And that is when you're going to flourish the most, most with him. Yes. If you're, I still want to bring my kids to church when they're younger, for sure. But I have my aunts and uncles. Like they'll miss family events that happen on a Sunday because it's during church. And I'm just like, I get it, but it's okay. Like he still loves you. He's still going to be there. Like you can take a Sunday off to come hang out with your family, your friends. Like, yeah. Like, and that's the thing. Like, yes, God is a vengeful God. Yes. I am free full of him. Yes. But also it's like, that's my dad. He loves me. He's going to forgive me. He understanding. understanding. Like, it's okay. So I just feel like the whole mindset of some Haitians that they have in God is like, oh no, mm-hmm. baby, that's not my God. My I God ain't like that. I know we ask us to fear him also. But, but it's not like, that exactly the same way we fear our parents. Yes. Like, yeah, but it's like, no to do better. Yes. But not fear as like, oh my gosh, he's gonna like, <coughs> exactly. cast the Exactly. Worst on me. Like, he understands, he's understanding, he's loving. And one thing that man is, is forgiving. Amen. So, yep. He definitely has his grace. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it would be over the past four years, I have learned that if I put my mind to something, mm-hmm. I really, really can achieve it. And I think that's one of my greatest strengths. And oftentimes, I'm really hard on myself, and I learn to be very like kind to mm-hmm. myself. So um, I like I just try my best to... Once I set a goal, I, I push myself too much to achieve it. Yeah. But now I realize that, you know, as long as I, um, you know, pray to God and mm-hmm. ask God for something, mm-hmm. if it is his plan, that's what he'll do mm-hmm. for me. And that's exactly what happens. You know, yeah. I tell him what my goal is and he just like leads me right to mm-hmm. the, the path that I need to be. So I just learned that over the years that, you know, just put my mind to something, yeah. work towards, towards it, it, and I'm going to get there. And I think if you guys haven't listened to the first episode of Good Luck Sis, we talk about the journey to changing this name and how it took two years and stress, stress, stress. Like there's times we and Ellie be like, yo, is this going to happen? Yeah. And it's like, we wanted it so much, but we literally, God was like, ha ha, two years. Two years. Relax. Like, is it the Israelites that had to 70 years to get to the... <laughs> hey! I couldn't even wait two years. Take... You just said, take your blood. Like, awesome. yeah. Awesome. Take and I your was just blood. like, I think that's a perfect example of like... Because we didn't stop. Because imagine if we just stopped the podcast for two years. Hey, we're back. Like, what was that? Like, we kept working towards it, not knowing when it was going to happen. But, but what can we do? Just stop? No, you keep going and trust that... Each step you take is going to lead you to where you need to go. I know the plans that I have for you. Jeremiah 29 of you. (laughs) Go, baby. Period. Not us going on scripture. Not one scripture. I know because my husband's name is going to be Jeremiah. Did she say that on the previous episode? But I don't know if that episode, yeah, I don't know which is coming out first, but my husband's name is going to be Jeremiah. Manifest it, baby. Manifest it. I might meet him at Essence. Who knows? (laughs) Hmm. When you look back four years from now, what do you hope you've achieved? I think that's just like. So four years forward looking. Yeah. So what do I want to achieve in four years? Yeah. 
32. So like, that's still young. 32 is pretty young. So like, oh, you know, wow. we set goals. Yeah. We set the goals mm-hmm. of what we wanted for 28. I think you, yeah. wanted to, you wanted to graduate. You've achieved that. Okay. You wanted to be more creative. You achieved that. So looking looking forward, 32, at 32 still so young. What would you want to achieve? I would hope that I am married to the man that God has chosen to be my husband. Because I can't just say I'm married now. You got to specific married to the man that God has chosen to be my husband. Um, 32. If a kid, if God wants a kid to be in the picture by then, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. That still sounds so young. So I'm just like, I want a kid. If God wants a kid to be there, I'm pregnant. If it happens, maybe even more than one kid, like, okay, I'm there. I think at 32, four years, that's a lot. If I still am working a nine to five, it's definitely per diem or by choice. By choice, yeah. Um, I think definitely four years from now, this is going to be mainstream of income. Um, This is going to have grown to probably more than just the podcast, I believe so. Tati's testimonies, I believe, would be... Like, people will know me for my poetry. Like, for sure. People will hire me to speak as panelists and public speakers for events. Definitely, Me talking is going to be my main source of income in all aspects. And I just want to be happy. I want to be healthy. I want my hair to be long and full. (laughs) I want to have a nice wardrobe. Um, And I just want everyone in my life to be happy. My family, my friends. I just want to be at peace and content. Mm. That's why I want to be four years peace from now. I like mm-hmm. that. A homeowner. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it would be I just want that God gives me the strength, you know, to keep going down the road <coughs> that he wants, um, that he has for me, and also just be successful. Mm-hmm. You know, as I mentioned before, is that I know that he has some great plans for me. So walking towards that path yeah. and actually entering. To, towards that successful mm. life that he has for mm-hmm. me. Um, I definitely want to, you know, have kids. Mm-hmm. Maybe little one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not me saying I want to have kids. Mm. Um, but one little one. By then, not one forever. You can't have no, only one, one child. At that, okay, yeah, I'm like, sis, you can't do that. You know what that's like. One at 32, mm-hmm. you know, I'm happily married mm-hmm. to the love of my life. Because mm. um, <laughs> he's in this room. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, just like my friends are, you know, mm-hmm. happy. Mm-hmm. My family's very happy mm-hmm. and healthy. I just want everyone in my life to be really healthy. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I often think... Like how I, I, I'm not ready to lose any more people in my life. So I often think like, God, I just don't have the, like things that are going on in the world. Like mm -hmm. I don't have the strength strength to lose a friend, to lose (coughs) a family. I just don't have it. So just like God to just cover everybody in my life Mm -hmm. and just to, just, I want to be happy. Mm -hmm. Like 32 hits, I'm happy. Like that's good. You know? Yes. One thing I'll say for both of us, so I hope, with this podcast and our individual goals that like, as I just said, God sometimes doesn't show you until you're ready to know exactly. I hope by that time, God feels we are ready to see like, like you, this is it. Like you're living in it. Like, yep, this is it. Um, Cause sometimes it's hard. Like for the longest time, I was just like, God, like what am I supposed to do with my life? Mm -hmm. This is not it. But this is the question I often have. Mm -hmm. God, I know it's not his time. I know he's taking his time with me, but whatever it is, God, 
prepare me for that. Yes. Prepare that I receive it. I feel like God knows maybe I'm not ready right yeah. now to receive it. So I'm just like, I know your timing is the right time. Mm-hmm. So I am ready. Prepare me, me for put it. Put me down the right path yes. so that when it does come my way, when the opportunity does come, that I am ready to mm-hmm. receive it. And I just want to glorify his name in all things that I do. I want people to, if there's a listener that listens to one episode and I just like mention him and mm-hmm. that person is able yes. to have a relationship with yes. God, I feel like that is like a blessing. And I'm going to challenge our listeners too. And we've had this in the past for sure, but it's like validation is not needed, but sometimes when you feel like you're walking your path with God and you're doing what he wants to, but you're not sure yet, like we're saying, we don't know like what it is exactly, but we know we're on the line. If what we're saying connects to you, even if it just made you laugh, but if it really connected, like, oh, this episode really helped me, this episode, mm-hmm. da, 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 let us know because that is the confirmation. Yeah. That is God using you to let us know, like, all right, girls, like, yes, like you're talking about this episode. You want to know, here's a sign because we take things like that. So like, it. this is why we do yeah. it. Like the feedback, like, oh, we love this or da-da-da, this helped me through a tough time. Like, we want not, that. You guys don't bother us. Like, you literally. I when I see DMs come in about an episode, like, mm-hmm. oh, goodness, like, I have this issue too. Or, yeah, I went on this date. Yeah. Like, we laugh. Like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. We feel like there's people that have reached out to us that mm-hmm. we've never met before. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I know them. I know. Or it's like people that, like, I feel like, too, like, people we've gone to college with that we weren't really close to, but it was cool. But it's like now, it's like, girl this girl because it's like we you know us through the podcast but because you know us through the podcast i feel like i know you too because it's like if you're listening and you're relating there's a part of us in you so it's like i know you to a certain extent so definitely like reach out to us let us know how you feel about the the you change the good luck says like how do you feel about the content we've been putting out so far do you relate to it all of that really helps and kind of solidifies that we're on the right track doing what we're meant to do yeah, exactly. All right, so we're going to wrap up. So our Melon Monday today is going to be Tati's testimony. Oh, that's me! <laughs> <laughs> that's me! She's so <laughs> I know! I'm a winner! <laughs> I'm a winner! So for those who don't know who are listeners for the first time, Tati, why don't you tell them what is Tati's testimonies? Hi. And work where they can find Tati's testimony. So my name is Tati, Tati J. Um, and Tati J, I guess, is not the alter ego, but my other name that I use for podcast writing. And Tati's testimony is a page I started two and a half years ago, I think. Um, and it talks about mental health, self-love, and poetry. So uh, my artistic journey through that, I started that page. Um, and you can see my poetry through there. You can see mental health topics through there. And a little bit of lifestyle, but self-love. Just seeing me growing into loving and becoming this confident me that I talked about earlier in the episode. And I really hope that you guys, like I said, I do get very vulnerable on there. Um, especially on my highlights throughout the years. I have like Tati's Therapy Tuesdays, right? where it's just like deep conversations that I feel like a lot of people go through. When I was going through like my depressive state a couple of months ago, I literally put on it like, guys, I'm going through it. Like, I need help. Like help me and a lot of people reached out and I feel like that's the community that I want to create like it's okay that you're going through this don't be ashamed and not everyone is vulnerable enough to share that which is fine but I always say I feel like part of my purpose and passion is to like I always say I want to be paid for being me mm-hmm. so it's like if other people can't be vulnerable let me do that for you let me show you that it's normal 
So that's what Tati's testimony. So Tati's T-H-A-T-I-S underscore testimonies. And go ahead and follow. Go follow. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Good Luck Sis. Make sure that you guys subscribe. Make sure you guys follow Tati's testimonies. Make sure you guys comment, like, and don't forget to reach out to us in our DMs. And we want to say good luck, sis, to all our followers. And good luck, bro, too. Yeah, good luck to (laughs) y'all. Because, you know, we went from Girlfriend's Guy podcast to good But you already know, we love the men here, too. So it's like, you're not a sis, sis, but you too. Good luck, bro. Yes. On your next, like, goals and journey and hope that you guys take the time to reflect back on all your achievements just like we did today yes we'll see you guys on our next episode bye bye everyone